welcome back to What Goes On BTS. I'm Des. And I'm Viv. Yeah, um, we are just two Twitter mutuals who became friends in real life. We are major BTS fans, aka BTS stands, and we decided to start a podcast because standing in 280 characters just wasn't enough. Now, we are in no way affiliated with the BTS or Big Hit Entertainment. We're just regular people like you that love BTS. We are just here to stand, crack a couple of jokes, have fun, and be a little informative on the side. Now, we do call off foolery directed at Bangsan when need be, but most importantly, we are here to forever ask the question, what goes on BTS? Because something is always happening and going on when it comes to BTS and ARMY. All the time? Always. Always. Whew. It's a lot that happened in these past two weeks. My goodness. Mm-mm. Y'all, grab a snack. We're going to be here for a while. <laughs> Big Hit said, I'm going to feed y'all. This is overfeeding. Really? <laughs> really. And we're probably not even going to be able to talk about everything. It's too much. So much. <laughs> It was just too much. We had to cut so much. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Um, yeah. And we're recording this on a Monday. So even more is going to ha- probably have happened by the time we put this episode out. Yeah. Tomorrow. For sure. It's always the next day something. Mm-hmm. Someone's always popping up the next day. Mm-hmm. Yep. But. Let's go ahead and get into these quick topics. So what are we going to be talking about today, Viv? All right. We are going to start off with the schedule timeline that BTS, that Big Hit released for Chuseok, which will be October 1st on a Thursday. Yeah. So for those who don't know, Chuseok is a... Thanksgiving holiday, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's like a three-day holiday. And for this year, BTS is dishing out a like six videos from Bangtan TV on the same day. So pretty much we're going to get fed that day a lot. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be ridiculous. Like throughout the whole day, just different Bangtan episodes as well as uh Bangtan bombs. And so, you know, Bangtan episodes are usually around like twenty minutes. So there's yeah, there's one for uh the twenty eighteen KBS performance. That's what it's gonna start with. And that's gonna air at one PM KST. And then it's BTS playing basketball. It's a bong song bomb that comes out. <laughs> a bong I'm excited bomb. for that one. A bong song bomb is definitely basketball. <laughs> yeah. So that comes out at 3 p.m. KST. And then the next mm-hmm. one is going to be the 2019 KBS um, performance. And then uh, that comes out at 5 p.m. KST. And then it's a bong song bomb called spelling with water bottles <laughs> and that so random that comes out at 7 p.m kst and then you're gonna have the 
on Metafesto shooting sketch episode. So it's going to be the behind the scenes of on Connected Metafesto. And that comes out at 9 KST. And then it's the Dynamite Stage Cam BTS Focus. Uh, bong, bong, bong. Another one. And that's going to come out at uh, 11 p.m. KST because we've had a ton of Dynamite Stage Cam performances. But this one, they kind of like, like accidentally messed up earlier. And so they actually, because on on the the one that they have out now it says coming soon but they messed up earlier and they actually showed us the stage that actually hasn't come out yet and so um mm-hmm. you, that looked like you're gonna want to tune in uh jungkook is gonna be performing with his bun and on his scalp and i'm here for it <laughs> so Yes, because I'm here for all. I'm here for Jungkook with his hair tied up. All the way here. We love a good one. Yes. And so once I saw that on his gap, I was like, ha ha. And yeah. you know his long hair is back, so. Yep. We're winning. We're winning. Yep. The outfits, they're going to be, I don't know what this place, y'all, the, their outfits for this, yeah, watch that one. Watch that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so switching gears from that, we're now going to jump into the BBMA nominations. Yes, that were announced on the 22nd of September. The show is actually going to be aired on the 14th of October. But yeah, the nominations came out and our boys were nominated in two categories for Best Duo and top social artists which i think for this the nomination for top social artist is their fourth one in a row 2017 2018 2019 2020 yes fourth year and for their top duo this is their second year mm-hmm. nomination yep because they, yep. they won last year too Oof, that was a moment it was i didn't expect I really did not expect that we're going to win top duo. Me neither. We're, against, we're going up against like Maroon 5 and Coldplay and like some bands are just established bands. Yeah. So that was a moment. It really was. It was truly a moment. Whenever the mm-hmm. same people came out that announced their top social artist win the year prior, I was like, oh, this might be happening. This might be happening. And then it did. So, yeah. Um, I think this year that the primary voting uh, way that you're the primary voting way, that's not it. The way you vote primarily, I want to say, is through TikTok this time. Because normally, you know, we take the brunt of it through Twitter. Yeah, but I think it's going to go through TikTok this time. Mm-hmm. Do you have TikTok? <laughs> I do not. So TikTok Army, y'all gonna have, I don't know. Am I gonna download this app? Shout. I don't have it either, and I'm I'm honestly I'm not gonna download this. So I, that might we're gonna leave that up to nope. y'all. Do your best. <laughs> if they have the website, yeah, a website version. I, I'm, I'm in. in. I'm in. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. TikTok. 
No, no. Yep, right. I had I did download TikTok once whenever um um was coming out and they like put the snippet on TikTok. I did. I had it for all of maybe forty five minutes. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't even try. I did. <laughs> I was like, okay, I wanted because I wanted to hear it, and then I was like, okay. And then when people posted on Twitter, I was like, I didn't even need this. Why did I do this? Duh. Delete. <laughs> I was like, I don't want that on my phone. It's it's too. It's, they ask for too much of your privacy. <laughs> Like prophecy information is too much. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's like I'm not making an account here. No, thank you. I just wanted to hear the song. Um, but yeah. yeah. But y'all TikTok armies, go do your thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what was another thing I was gonna say in regards to billboard? Okay, so those are the t- only two categories, and there's plenty of other categories that BTS could have been nominated in as well. But I understand, like looking at the numbers, you know, radio play, they did not have that in regards to on. Shame on them. Boo. Uh, that's the radio DJs. But, however, comma, there is a category for, like, top touring artists, and BTS should have been nominated there. They are... Yes. Yes. They had one of the highest grossing tours. I want to say the third highest grossing tour. And the other artists, they completely skipped over them. And the other artists that, like, were, like, one through six um, got nominated. And BCS got completely skipped over. So. Can the system just treat them fairly? (laughs) That's all we ever ask. Truly. It's okay. They did get their top group nomination, and hopefully they win it. I hope so. And, of course, we're going to get them the quote-unquote paper award because it's it's theirs to have. So. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is the one that y'all mocked. I mean, not y'all, but, you know, people mocked them. Yeah. Over it. Now you see the groups being nominated as well. So. Yep. Because people mock them over that top social artist award. That's why we call it the paper war because that's what they called it. And they mocked BTS for yeah. winning it. And now everybody wants to get it. Okay. So from there, let's go ahead and jump into the Dynamite Nighttime Remixes. Yes, that came out on September 18th. There were four nighttime versions. Uh, the Bedroom, Midnight, Retro, and Slow Jam. So, Des, what, which one was your favorite? My favorite was the Slow Jam remix. That's what I knew that my favorite was going to be even before it came out. When I saw Slow Jam, I said, that's one, that one's there, that one there. It's going to be my song because, like Slow Jam remix is my jam. The Like Slow Jam remix goes. If you have never listened to that, go put on your earphones, turn this off, and go jam that song because it's quality. Quality. And so I knew, I knew, all caps, that this was going to be my jam. And guess what? It was. And then I found out that P-Doc produced it and I was like, exactly. That's why I like it so much. It's perfectly made for my eardrums because everything that P-Dog touches, I love. So, 
here we, here we are. I will say the only thing about the Slow Jam remix is that I wish that they had recorded different vocals, like if they actually went in, because the only thing about the Dynamite remixes is that it's the same audio, but just to different beats. And so I really wish that they had recorded um, different vocals. There's a couple of re- remixes as well. They could have done it. I understand that they're busy. But for the Slow Jam one in particular, I wish that they had re-recorded it to bring down their pitch and to slow the tempo of the song, like in the way that they're singing it, because that would have made it hit even harder. It already slaps, but like that thing would have punched, okay? If they had re-recorded it, it was right there, so close. But still, that's my jam. It's my jam. What about you? Um, I like the midnight version. Very, um, I don't know. Like the first time I was listening to it, I I got up and started dancing. Only because it's like a little bit upbeat. Mm-hmm. Like the tempo, like the, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it's the tempo of the song, but I got up and it made me dance. Like it's not like the, um, the bedroom remix which was like a lullaby to me i might have actually fallen asleep <laughs> listening to it but it's a good thing <laughs> because the way the tl timeline was moving that day <laughs> no the day before i think <laughs> it was so funny Oof. let's talk about it let's talk about it let's Let's talk about it. So the day before, whenever they announced that they were going to be, you know, having these remixes, they I think they put the announcement up on Reverse. They were like, okay, these are your nighttime remixes. And, you know, they put that it was going to be Slow Jam, Retro, Midnight, Bedroom. Army saw Bedroom, Army Star Thurston. It was ridiculous. And everybody was like, oh, we're going to be in the bedroom listening to the bedroom remix, you know, doing bedroom uh, shenanigans, you know, getting horizontal, the adults. And so I was like, me personally, I was like, y'all really talking about, um, you know, doing adult things to a cup of milk, last rock and roll, like send help. What What is happening? <laughs> like, I was like, I don't care what <laughs> tempo this song has the way these lyrics are shut, set up you're really gonna be getting down to disco overload okay that's that's on you um like i i was not participating in this i just found it hilarious uh viv was definitely team yes this. <laughs> like viv was also taking part of this because <laughs> i'm putting you on blast because you were also in this and i was just like wow <laughs> I was picking apart these lyrics. Yes. Viv turned all those lyrics to just dirty. Just <laughs> Oh my gosh. You I remember you were like uh what's Nacho's lyrics? Like I got the medicine. So you should be the I got the medicine. Yeah. <laughs> and Des was trying to tell me it's about mental health. <laughs> You really said it was about mental health. <laughs> it's like, I know for sure that's role playing. <laughs> yes. Viv said, I got the medicine. You should keep the eyes on the I forgot how 
Okay, how did you say something about balls? And I was like, man, he is literally talking oh, about I, I was like, um, you should have specified what kind <laughs> and how many. Yes, and I was like, man, he is talking about mental health. This That part is literally <laughs> Because that is what that line is talking about. Timeline was in shambles. I saw one tweet where uh, somebody mm-hmm. was like, um, "We're they're about to give new meaning to the uh, to the lyric. Uh, bring a friend, join the crowd. Whoever want to come along." And I was like, "You good? Oh. Bye." <laughs> it was hilarious. I I know. I said I tweeted. I was like, "The funny thing about this to me was that it could either be a lullaby or it could be that." Because with BTS, you truly never know. However, I knew that it wasn't, that it probably wasn't going to be that. But the one that I was like, the, the one that y'all y'all thinking that this song is going to be sexy, but the one that's going to be sexy is the slow jam version. I kept saying that the whole day, and that's what it ended up being. Because the sexy one is the slow jam version. But, you know, we can tell who listens to remixes and who doesn't. Because if you had listened to the light slow jam version, you would have known that. But you know, y'all saw bedroom and lost it. And it's like, have y'all ever listened to a lo-fi playlist? Because I, I don't think y'all have, because y'all don't know what bedroom genre is. Clearly. <laughs> it was just funny to watch. And like Viv said, Viv said it sounds like a lullaby. That's <laughs> bedroom. It's literally a lullaby. You can listen to it and go sleep to it. <laughs> so funny. That was a great day. Fun times. I loved all the Fun times on the timeline. I loved all the sweets. Y'all were wilding. It was hilarious. I loved it. <laughs> you think I, I wasn't even the one. How some people were. Nah, you were on one. Into it. Nah, you were on one. <laughs> no, don't. you. Huh. No, no, ma'am. Because I feel like that was another day when I told you to log off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> another day of you coming in. It's like, babe, you need to log off. <laughs> when I see you on the TL all up in Namju, by the side. <laughs> Mind your business. <laughs> so me looking the other way, I'm just like, mm, okay. <laughs> you know, but it, it, it's not that bad. You, it's not that bad. I did. I tweeted about him yesterday. I did. I have yet to see that. Well, it's because I currently I'm I'm in his lane right now. I swerved into his lane, so I'm currently you know, I'm mm. on my Namjoon, um, in my Namjoon lane. You know, you know my bias is still jamming, but I'm just you know I'm just, I'm hanging out with Namjoon right now. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because like I, it's too many interviews. I've been watching a lot of interviews, and once Namjoon gets to talking. Like, you know, it just gets to you because he's just so everything he's it's just so philosophical and like so in like everything he said is so in depth and so well thought out. It's just like, sir, okay, okay. And then the physique, just to add on top of mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that's like a bonus. But really, like his brain really is everything. I'm telling you. Yeah. All right. Moving on, that's not what this is about. The topic was nighttime remixes. We so we talked about bedroom and how that uh a lot of y'all were really let down. I wish that I could have been in people's houses who really thought that this song was gonna be all kinds of nasty to then laugh 
at their reactions because the first time I listened to it, I couldn't even listen to it right because when it started, I cackled. I laughed almost through that entire track because I knew that my timeline really thought that this song was going to be the one and it wasn't what they thought. I didn't even see the timeline after the songs came out. I straight, I went straight to bed. <laughs> I woke up the next morning and listened to it. So, because when them songs came out, I was asleep. I wonder if the timeline was silent. Girl, when I got up, some people were like, dang, I don't even like this version like that. I'm like, hmm, hmm. Oh, and then there's also the retro version, uh, which I like. Yes. Yes. That one definitely fits in with the dynamite vibe. I love it. I love it. I love it. The nighttime remixes are is where it's at. Mm. They go off. They did. They did really. We need more. Yeah, they did really good with the uh, with the remixes. To say that it was all the same audio, for vocal wise. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So from that remix, well, those remixes, let's jump into another remix that's coming out on Friday, which is the Savage Love remix. And that's Jason Derulo and ooh, what's that boy's name? What's that young man's name? Josh685. I think that's his name, Josh. Unless it's it's J-A-W-S-H. Hold on, wait. You might be right. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Josh685. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it was his beat. It's his beat. This is how I discovered the song. Was through that story of Jason Derulo making the song and not originally giving that guy credit. Oh. And then, oh. yeah. And then he came back and gave him credit because it was that guy's beats. That's how I discovered the Savage Love Song. That's how I discovered it. Because I was like, no, Jason. Because <laughs> I think the beat had went viral on TikTok. And then Jason made mm-hmm. the song. And then this song, I think, also went viral on TikTok, which I've never listened to this song in full. Same. I think I've heard of a snippet of it before, but I never actively went out to listen to mm-hmm. it in full. So I just know that Savage Love. That's all I mm-hmm. Yes. And so um, yesterday, I want to say, BTS posted a TikTok of them dancing to it. Dance to the song. It was like a collab. So it was like them at the bottom. Jason was in the right. And uh Josh, the guy, he was uh mm-hmm. he was to the no, Jason was at the left, and then Josh was at the right. So at the top, top right. So and BTS was dancing along and doing the little dance challenge, I guess that they do on TikTok, looking very adorable. And then it was people started speculating, going, oh no. A remix is coming, and then I think a couple people start being credited towards BTS in a couple of places, and then the time mom was like, up in a ruckus, like, are we going to support this song? Because we're trying to give all of our love to Dynamite, and da-da-da-da, and it's the whole thing, so. Which, of course you support the song, 
It's BTS. If you if you're listening to Blueberry Eyes, then you listen to the song. Like they, I think it's because they see this song is like big competition because it was viral on TikTok and you know, and I think it's charted pretty high on the charts. I think. Don't quote me on that. I don't know. I do not know. Me either. You know what? Are we here? Like, let me let me hit my Google's. It looked like it peaked at number seven. Okay. Let me make sure. Yeah. Okay. So it peaked at number seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people see it it's like <clears throat> being competition to okay. Wars Dynamite. And so they're like, if we stream it, we're helping it. So that's what caused the ruckus. And so, listen, Dynamite is going to be the priority, but you can still listen to this song as well. Yeah. Yes. If you like it. Yeah. I'll go ahead and stream it. You know. Yeah. Stream the remix that BTS is on. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. 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 Yeah. Because like, like I said, I've never, <clears throat> I've never listened to the song, but I'm, I'm interested to hearing how. The remix is gonna go. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's not like it's like something I'm like, oh man, I'm like dying to listen to it because like this song has not grabbed my attention like that. Like Viv said, I've heard it like in clips here and there, but it's not like a song where I'm like, I gotta go listen to that. What is that? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm interested to hear how it sounds, how BTS is gonna sound on the song, but it's not like I'm like, I'm super excited about the song. I would be lying if I said that. Like if I'm like, I cannot wait to hear this. <laughs> yeah. It is true. Yeah. It's gonna be honest. But we'll see how it goes. Yep. And it's this Friday, so be on the lookout for that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what time though. Neither. I don't know what time. <sighs> okay. So from there. Do 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 pulled up my document. Mm. Oh, okay. So we're going to take a little bit of a turn and we're going to talk about Namjoon's Weverse message that he posted um, in response to an army. It was in regards to mental health. I want to say it was an international army and I think they used a, a Korean translator app. From what I saw, because the, the post had actually got removed, but then they put it back, I want to say. Um, the person, trigger warning, uh, was talking about, you know, I think suicide and things like that. And I guess they were having some really, really dark thoughts. And so Namjoon, he responded to this person. And let me... Let me go find his post because it was very touching. Let's see, I am still logging to your viewers. Yo, Des, this is so funny. You're logged into my Weverse, and I'm logged into your. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. 
That's hilarious. Oh, yeah, because you watched it in the soup on my account. Yep. Okay, this is when the nighttime remixes came out. Okay. Okay. Okay, so let's go up. Okay. Okay, yeah. So. Wow. Dang. I'm sorry, I'm going through, I'm kind of skimming through what the person said. Okay, yeah, so, like we said, yeah, trigger warning. Yeah, this person, yeah, they're going through some dark times. They're, like, basically, like, their mental health, I'm going to paraphrase. The the original message is very long. Like I said, it seems like they were in international army and they used the translating app. So, uh, when I go through and I hit translate from what was translated, they're basically like, you know, they're posting because like in their hearts feeling like heavy pain. They're having a they lost the desire to like eat. They can't sleep. Like they've been sick for a long time. And the doctors are saying, like, you know, they're going through an eternal war, so it's something like it's mental health issues and that they're having like anxiety because they're talking about um having shortness of breath, um, feeling like just suffocated and that their body is just like just weak. And uh, and now they're scared because their thoughts are turning to suicide. Okay, and uh, and yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so then Namjoon responded, and so he said in English, because I guess he could tell that the person would use the translator out. It's hard to admit, but we can't solve every kind of problem. Sometimes it just feels too much to bear myself. But when things are too tough, I think of the faces who I love and who love me. Like you. And he went, I'm gonna curse here because this is what he wrote. He did bleep it, but he said, shit truly happens. And it might not change, but it's okay to fail and tumble. I hope we could stay strong and fly together, whatever is underneath the ground. Let's see. Okay. So, so yeah, so I'm hoping, like, when I read that, because I feel like, I feel like I've talked about it on here, like, yeah, like, I've been having a tough time, too, and I'm currently on my mental health care journey, trying to help myself, so that's, yes, um, with, uh, with therapists and whatnot, and I recently just received a uh, diagnosis for what's been going on with me mentally so I felt like that was right on time for me too and I truly hope that this that his message like helped this person and I know that like when it comes to like I said oh my gosh like speaking about this when it comes to thinking about you know suicide and things like that I know that one of the things they say is like you know just Think of like your family and who, like you know, and those who love you and those. I hope who- Emma. Yeah. I hope. I, I hope, hope she's doing better. Yeah, me too. Me too. Everyone's life matters in this world. Absolutely. Y'all matter. So yeah, Emma. I hope your. I hope your days get better. Me too. And and to every other Emmas out there who are feeling that way. I hope mm-hmm. you have better days. Yep. 
me as well. And if you can seek out therapy, you know, I definitely highly recommend doing so, whether that be with the therapist and sometimes some of us, we need psychiatrists. So that too. And also, you know, if you're having those thoughts, you know, you can always reach out to the suicide awareness hotline as well. Okay. Ooh, that was heavy. Let's move on. That, that, yeah, that was heavy. Okay, so. Let's go. Let's jump into the UN speech. Because uh, the. How should I say? The, the mantra for this UN speech was live on. Which is. Perfect right after what we just talked about. So, yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> what were your takeaways from from the human speech? Um, honestly, to, it's a lot to remember because obviously it's seven people. <laughs> and having to remember, you know, every bit of everything they say is hard but um I guess the main takeaway from this is like however they said towards the end like you know life goes on like this was I'm pretty sure this like their speech was about the pandemic that's currently happening you know everybody's going through such a tough time we might not we might not all be going through like the same kind of pain some people are having it harder than others mm-hmm. but everyone will feeling the brunt of this pandemic no matter you know where we're living mm-hmm. and sometimes sometimes it's hard to see like if any good can come out from this or it's kind of hard to see or tell if we'll ever have good days or days where people are not you know constantly you know getting sick constantly dying at a very very high rate so you know I guess is try to find happiness in the little things in life you know life kind of does move on no matter you know where you're at so that was my takeaway from the whole thing is to find your own bit of happiness within this year mm-hmm. and to not do and not to how do I, and not to put so much pressure on yourselves, you know, like, I'm, maybe I'm not the only person who's been thinking that you're kind of wasting, it kind of feels like you're wasting your time or like kind of wasting your life away because you're not doing huge things. Mm-hmm. Because of this pandemic, we're not going places, maybe school, <laughs> I'm not going to school. So it kind of feels like your life is kind of just wasting away, but there's nothing I can do about that. Like, I can only do so much in the position that I am so yeah um that's that's my takeaway that's my takeaway from that yeah I feel like I feel like you hit the nail on the head there I feel like BTS is they're really really good their message definitely fits within that in regards to like you know taking care of yourself like mentally, you know, just trying to make it through, you know, their music and things like that. It all, it definitely 
ties in with you know the things that they talk about in the last UN speech that they gave with the whole speak yourself thing mm. like that very very much so BTS and so BTS are great speakers I feel when it comes to um, making UN speeches and especially rallying up the youth you know and trying to get them you know to to do better and try to you know be better and you know and take care of themselves in that way um i know bts we have fans from all ages and things like that but like in regards to like they can inspire you like as you're older because like for me i'm older than all of the members so it's like i'm older i'm older than them but they inspired me as well but i also see like online and things like that that they really and truly do inspire like the youth and like if they can rally up people like that and with their message that's really really good and great and the things that they're talking about is of value and you know and they're somewhat are kind of like being like role models without you know that stigma I don't want the stigma of role modeling them because sometimes you know it can be burdensome because yeah everything that you do is like a it's a bit like more so scrutinized, but they they lead by example, and the example yeah. that they set is phenomenal. And so I feel like, like I said, they're great. They're a great group to have to make these kind of speeches. Um, before before we set up all the topics and before everything um happened this week, well, so much stuff has just like happened and things like that. I had full intention on getting on here and reading the entire life out of some British journalists who had problems with the fact that BTS was going to be making, well, the fact that BTS made a UN speech. I had full, full intentions. Like I told Viv that I was going to do that. <laughs> so I was like, I had full intentions on reading at, I'm telling you, it probably low key would have been a drag. But you, you quote-unquote journalists, y'all really showed y'all xenophobia and y'all tried it. But uh, a BTS message pops through. So from there, let's uh, let's move on to Break the Silence, uh, the movie. So, yeah, so I didn't even have yet to watch. Yes, but I did. So Yes, she did. <laughs> So I know on a previous podcast, um, I said that I had was not going to the movie theater to go watch this movie. I know I did. I know. I know. You don't have to tell me. I know I said it. Don't worry about it. However, I did go. <laughs> I did go. Um, what happened was, was that I decided to torture myself and see how well the movie was doing. And so I was checking showtimes. And then I stumbled upon one showtime that had nobody booked to see the movie. Meanwhile, a couple of shows ahead, uh, theaters were sold out. And I was like, wow, the way the Rona is set up in these streets couldn't be me. But, you know, hey. So when I saw this theater that was completely empty and it was only a couple of hours before the movie was supposed to play, I was like, should I take the chance and go see this movie? And maybe I can have the theater to myself. So, I sat there and I pondered for hours <laughs> on if I was going to do it. So, when it got to maybe like an hour beforehand um, or 
it might have been even like 40 minutes beforehand I went ahead and I bought a ticket and then I was like okay. we still won't go but just in case I'll have it there and then if not BTS can have that money it's not the first time that I gave BTS some money you know whatever <laughs> so they can just have it and I'll just be at my house but I decided to go ahead and go and I brought uh my own wipes and <laughs> everything and I also knew that because my theater they have limited showings that this was going to be the first showing in that auditorium for the day so it had just been cleaned but I still brought my own wipes so I still re-sanitized where I was sitting and the seat next to me I was sitting in a corner so it was the seat next to me was only on one side so I didn't have another seat on the other side of me I was in the corner behind a barrier with my gloves on my mask actually I was double masked so double masked up on a Tuesday okay <laughs> listen I was freaked out <laughs> petrified <laughs> but I was like this would be a good um thing to go do to take my mind off of like you know things like I said got my own like mental health stuff going on a lot of anxiety and whole diagnosis I saw my uncle had just passed away so just uh with his funeral and um burial and things like that that was part that was in part of uh why the episode was late last last week so um with that so I had just been dealing with that so I was like this would be probably a good thing you know to help take my mind off of it give some joy so there I was freaked out because I was in public <laughs> so I'm in this theater by myself uh I had re-sanitized these seats probably like three times <laughs> as you should yes and then um uh, and then when I went in there it was so eerie because I'm so used to the movie theater being packed up you know, with people, literally, I okay. saw like eight people in total. So, like when I walked in, it was a person, you know, just standing there. Then it was like one person in line for concessions, the person that was helping them, um, <laughs> a another worker, and then when I thought that I thought that I was going to be watching a movie by myself, but a father and daughter ended up coming in, and they sat at the very bottom. So. Also, them too as well. That's it. That's all I saw. <laughs> so, oh. mm-hmm. yeah. And so we watched the movie. It originally did not play with subtitles, and so I did have to go find a worker to turn on the subtitles. And mm-hmm. yeah. So, because I was like, um, I'm pretty sure Namjoon is saying something philosophical. I need to know what's going on. And I'm so glad that I did because I remember I posted it like on Twitter. I was like, because I was freaking out in that theater that you know I was in there. In public, like I said, the only time I go out is when I go to work, pretty much. It was very weird to be in a movie theater. Very, very strange. And I refused to eat anything because I was not taking off that mask. Double mask on a Tuesday. Now, I'm so glad that I got the subtitles turned on because it was another movie that I had seen that I didn't watch it with subtitles because they didn't have the subtitles playing that when watched it at another theater. But I'm so glad that they turned these subtitles on because you guys... This movie is the most candidate and rawest that I have ever seen BTS in pretty much anything. I've never seen BTS speak so candidly in regards to mental health, how fame affects their mental health, 
how the price of fame affects their like livelihood and even like past mental health, the way that they value their self worth and everything. Y'all, it was jarring. There are some things that I already assumed that, you know, maybe they just haven't like spoken to in depth or, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe not at all that I had already thought. I was like, oh, they probably think like this, but you never truly know. And so when you have those, to have it like confirmed and to hear it out loud with them saying it, I was like, wow. And then other things that I just did not like ever imagine them thinking just left me with my mouth just open. There was at one point um, a time where I did kind of get teared, you know, a little teared up. I didn't cry because um, I'm team no emotions. Uh <laughs> We won't do it crying in public. I can't do it. So, <laughs> but ooh, that almost got me, y'all. That almost got me in the theater. It was very emotional. Um, yeah. So, like I said, I would highly recommend if you feel that like it's safe to go see the you know a movie like where you are. You know, some of y'all live in different countries, and y'all probably. You know, y'all's officials and y'all's government probably dealt way better with this pandemic than this dumpster fire country that we live in that is sometimes called the United States of America. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, um, if you feel safe, then I'd highly recommend going see the movie if it's still playing around you. Um, and then hopefully when it gets on Weverse, hopefully they put it on Weverse, they should. You know, for us to buy, buy it watch it i feel like it is army essential viewing because like you guys open it in death and yeah it's it just i don't really want to spoil it but like should i what do you think viv should i give like an example or something no nope okay viv says no <laughs> okay <laughs> go watch this movie <laughs> go watch it I'm only saying no because I haven't watched it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was gonna in some way. Yeah. It's less. It's it still has a couple of jokes in there because it's BTS. But if you're going for like chaos, BTS is BTS cracking jokes and like we about to laugh and da 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 da. That's what you're going for. This is not what it is. I'm telling you now. It is some raw raw emotion and you know and I'm not even gonna lie to you I am a little nervous for what the little manager armies are how they gonna feel about some of this because I'm telling you they were honest and so sometimes people like try to dictate their lives and things like that and have their own thoughts and feelings how it is that they quote unquote feel that they should be treated so uh because, yeah, the honesty was was definitely there. So, like I said, highly recommend. Hopefully, they put it on Weverse soon. And Please. Yes. Yes. But I don't think there's, I don't think there's a theater. I checked, like, the show times mm-hmm. for my, like, a theater around me. All the theaters around me are closed. So, I just hope, big hit, please put it on, I'll pay, whatever. Just put it on Weverse. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I want to own it. I want to watch it again. Very, very good. 
very well done because already the docu-series that goes along with this movie the break the silence i already felt that that one was very very personal and a bit more yeah raw. i like that one yeah this movie took that you know, that up yeah so with that we're gonna take a quick break and i'm gonna come back and jump into the rest of our quick topics you know that are never quick and <laughs> yeah then we'll carry on with the episode hi I just wanted to say that we all have bad days, some of us more so than others, especially with all the things that are going on in the world right now. And for some of us, it's also things on top of what goes on in our daily lives. Also, some of us just have chemical brain imbalances that we need help with. It's okay. I want to share something that my therapist told me this week. Allow yourself to have space and grace when it comes to mental health. As long as you're trying to be proactive and trying to find your peace, it's okay. Every day isn't going to be a good day, and that's okay. Treat yourself with kindness, love yourself, and try your best. With that, let's continue on with the episode. All right, welcome back to the last segment of the Quick Topics. First off is the Grammys performance and the interview that we did not watch, but do plan on watching. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we can't watch it all. So we, we missed this, this one. What mm-hmm. played that They did this interview in the afternoon and neither one of us uh, watched it <laughs> so far. I've only seen snippets. Thing, yeah. What I do know but, that, uh, Taeyong's English was on point. That's what I know. And what I know is that from what I've seen, that the interview was very in depth, and it was not your basic "What do you want to collab with?" interview, which we love to see. So I'm definitely gonna watch this at some point. Yes. Yeah, plus the, uh, the guy that interviewed them when they had their last interview with the Recording Academy, he did a phenomenal job. So once I saw it was him again, definitely want to see it. He's He does very well with his interviews with BTS. So I'm intrigued. So maybe next week we'll go more into detail in regards to that interview. But yeah. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Not this week. Not this week. We can't do it all. We. Yeah. You have to be okay with missing out on things. <laughs> so. We don't have FOMO here. Yes. No. Definitely not. We, we do not. <laughs> as long as it's not tickets, like concert tickets, I don't have FOMO. Mm-hmm. Or albums. Yes. Yeah. Because I, I do want, I be wanting albums. But if yep. it's not an album or a concert tickets, I don't have yep. FOMO. If I missed the interview, I, just, I missed it. <laughs> if I missed the merch, I missed it. Sucks. It's what it is. Unless it's something I really wanted, then, then I'd be mad. <laughs> now that I think about it. Unless it's something I already knew was coming and they sh- and BTS was like, or I mean, Big Hit was like, hey, we're going to put out 
this shirt that looks like this and it's going to be this price, you should be on the lookout and it's going to come out at this time. And then if I'm asleep and I missed it, I would be mad. <laughs> yeah, that would hurt my feelings. Yeah. Okay. That's not fear of missing out. That's you missed out. <laughs> That's not FOMO. <laughs> That's WAMO. <laughs> like, you missed it. <laughs> anyway, so let's get into what we actually did watch because we both actually watched the performance that they did for the Recording Academy. It's not, when we say Grammy performance, we're not talking about them actually performing at the Grammys. That has not taken place yet. What we mean is, yeah. like, uh, the Recording Academy, they hosted a performance for them. But we're manifesting it. We are manifesting it. Give BTS that performance and let them stomp on the nation's necks. Thank you. Anyway, so, yes, this stage performance that they did for the Recording Academy, they performed Dynamite. Yes. So good, once again, you know, as always, Mike's what's not off on. <laughs> yes. Always. And they were vibing. They were chilling. Um, Jungle hit a whole moonwalk across the stage. I got my yeah. what? Life. I got my life. <laughs> also, Jimin having like his whole little goofy moment. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Jimin had me cracking up. It was a vibe. You could tell they were having. They good too. They did. Well, the fits. Oh yeah, the outfit. Also, like I, I really love their chemistry when they're not doing the choreo. Like how they just vibe with each other. You can just, it just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Me as an audience, it just makes me feel at ease. Makes me, you know, just hyped up for their performances. Mm-hmm. And you can tell, like. You can tell they're like really close just by the type of chemistry they have stage mm-hmm. or how they work well with each other. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think it also shows like a testament to how great a performance it is they are because they don't need to have choreo. They can literally just sit down on a chair and vibe and it's still entertaining and you are still just as entranced in their performance but in a different way. And they can present dynamite in all new different types of forms. And it's still just as entertaining. Entertaining with an N, not an N. Yeah. Entertaining as if they were performing with choreo. It's just a different, mm-hmm. it's a different medium that they're presenting dynamite through via chair. <laughs> and they still get up to vibe and dance a little yeah. bit. Because that's what you got to do with Dynamite. Speaking of them doing that and performing in that way, let's jump into the Tiny Desk concert that happened because they were definitely chilling and vibing throughout this. Yes. Yes. This was it. This is... I've watched this numerous times. Same. And it still doesn't get old. Doesn't. So good. Um, we love a band. We love a live band. Absolutely. Um, for me, somebody who I don't know about you, Viv, 
but I thoroughly enjoy Tiny Desk concert. I like Tiny Desk. So I watch yeah. it, you know, even I was watching it even prior to BTS. And I definitely wanted BTS to do this show because <laughs> I felt that they would have done a great job. Um, the They only did three songs because it's Tiny Desk from Home right now. Shout out to Rona. You raggedy raggedy heifer. Um, <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. So since it's Tiny Desk from Home, they only did three songs. Usually, like Tiny Desk song concerts are longer, but yeah, they still did fantastic with their three songs. But you know, if it wasn't for that winch, you know, we would have had a lot more. <laughs> We really could have. Because mm-hmm. I'm, like, I watched, like, like you said, like, I also watched, like, a lot of Tiny Desk performances. Mm-hmm. I've watched Lizzo, Megan Thee Stallion. I've watched a couple of them. Mm-hmm. And I really, really liked them. So, some of, like, one of the things that I really liked was the, like, J-Hope and Jungkook harmonizing. Mm-hmm. The different parts of the song. I remember Jungkook, I mean, J-Hope and Jibin harmonized in Dynamite, Jungkook and Kobe harmonized in Save Me. Mm-hmm. And I was, it just everybody just sounded so good. Everything was just spectacular. I usually don't share like BTS performances, usually with my family, because obviously they're not armies, they're not fans. But for this one, I really had to share. I was like, y'all go watch this. Go watch this. This is what y'all missing out on. For for me, whenever like I watch this, like I said, this is another one. It's it's complete and utter vibe. Like you said, we love a live band. When it came to them performing Dynamite, that's the way. One of the ways where I was like, this this could really work because of the beat that Dynamite has with that live band. I was like, the vibe of this song. If you get a live band on it. That thing is gonna go and go mm-hmm. it went okay it noom gone like it was it okay <laughs> like it, it was it they were having fun it was about it was a it was just joyful to watch them perform that song because how happy and how much fun it was that they were having also Jimin when Jimin went over there and sang his little bridge to that vinyl record this <laughs> Y'all, Jimin has had me cracking up in these performances. Between that, him doing his little dance during the Recording Academy uh, performance, him looking like Namjoon was the Messiah during the the Ampon Man performance uh, (laughs) on the Today Show. Yo, (laughs) Jimin has had me rolling, y'all. Jimin has been a fool during these performances. And it has been quite hilarious. Now, after Dynamite, they performed Save Me, which I've, if they have performed a version of it with a live band, it's not firmly sticking out in my mind. They might have. But the live band version of Save Me is the I and the T. It's it. It's it. <laughs> like that was everything. Yes. Flavor. What? You taste it. This fandom really loves Save Me. I have yes. yet to meet somebody who's who doesn't vibe with Save Me. Yes, 
Because if you don't, do you have taste? The audience says no. <laughs> Save me is a jam. Somebody's listening to this right now going, they just said I, they have, I don't have taste. <laughs> yeah. So, Save Me is the one. And then, of course, they perform the queen, Madam Spring Day. Yes. And, of course, the live version of Spring Day with the live band. Once again, it's, it's everything. Like, that's the way I like to hear Spring Day is like like a live band like version the what was it festa i think i want to say 2018 is when they released like that spring day like the live like sounding version Mm -hmm. i think it's called the brit remix you know go look that up go look that up I want to say, I'm remembering yes. right. Brit Rock Remix. <laughs> Look at us. Yes. So, um, yeah. I like that version of Spring Day because <laughs> Ooh. Mm. Let's even put myself on that limb. All right. When it comes to Spring Day, originally, I liked Spring Day, but everybody was like, hardcore, this fandom goes for Spring Day. Hardcore going for Spring Day? And, like, for me, when that version came out, because I like whenever they perform it, and it's like the, oh, 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 and the crowd's doing it, that's what gets me in the vibe. Mm-hmm. So then I realized, oh, yeah, you give me a live band on spring date, then it takes it up 20,000 notches. And then that further makes me love the song. But nowadays, like, they could just go, oh, she died. I'm right there. I'm right there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm right there. It don't matter. I'm there. I'm here now. I get it. <laughs> I'm just saying original. Yeah. I mean, I don't regard Spring Day like that. Spring Day is not one of my um favorite songs. Only because mm-hmm. it just when the song came out, I was like going through like a really, really tough time mm-hmm. back then. And mm-hmm. so like I don't really have good memories of that time. Mm-hmm. I like the message, but Spring Day is not like my fave song. I mean, I do appreciate it when they perform it live, but it's just not for me. I yeah, I I get what you're saying. For like I said, I get it now. I wouldn't say Spring Day is like in my top songs, but what I'm saying is that I like it a lot. Like mm-hmm. I love it, but it's not. I wouldn't say Spring Day is like in my top songs. I still. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna be honest. Still, from that that comeback era, from the "You Never Walk Alone" era, I'm team not today. And <laughs> just is what it is. I, I still prefer not today. That's 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 my jam. <laughs> but she lives on spring day. I'm gonna just be waiting. Mm-hmm. Because I'm right there in the audience. Oh, yes. Um, moving on from that, another performance that uh, has Spring Day in the mix. I jumped to this iHeart Music Festival. Did you watch Viv? I woke up to it. I did not watch it like um as it was happening. 
Mm-hmm. But I did watch the performances sometime later on YouTube. I don't think they're on the I don't think they're on the official channel. I think it's people reposting. But anyway, yeah, I think the iHeart Festival it just officially aired yesterday, I think. Last night. Okay. Cause they they played it, but you can only watch it through like the CW app and things oh, like that. So okay. which is what I watched it through. And then like when you want if you wanted to watch it live happening. And then they the actual festival, like for them playing it, they played it this weekend, I wanna say. Oh, okay. What were your thoughts? Uh, well, um thoughts, all these songs. I have watched them live several times, but um I mean it was good that they gave them like um they performed four songs, which was um Dynamite, Make It Right, Spring Day, Boy with Love, obviously songs songs that we know we've seen performed several times. Say so, yeah. really come on. <laughs> Because I'm looking at your face. Songs we've seen performed several times. I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm just, I make it right right now is not doing it for me, to be honest. Like, don't get me, that you know, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, the song's good. But when you see it performed like a thousand different times and it has like a thousand different versions, it just kind of gets, you know, old mm-hmm. so for me I was just I'm waiting for like new not new performances as in like new songs we haven't heard but it would be nice to have a mix of songs other than the songs we see all the time like make it right spring day boy with love I mean I do get it that's some of these songs are their most recent songs but it would be nice to see a mix of other different songs on this because I'm I'm not a make it right fan. <laughs> the song is good. I'm just not a fan of it. So I would wish to see more diversity when it comes to these performances. I'm not sure if it gets old for BTS, but for me, it does personally. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I just like to see more diversity when it comes to their performances. Okay. Then for me, I'm going to kind of echo the same sentiment. When I watched, because I watched this live. So when I watched this uh, festival, I knew that they were going to do Dynamite. Dynamite is the new single. Dynamite's, you know, performing very well. I expected them to do Dynamite and wanted them to do Dynamite. Then they did make it right. And I'm on the same like sidestep. I think Make It Right is a phenomenal song. Make It Right receives a lot of slander. Um, people feel that Make It Right is overplayed, which Make It Right was not very much played on the radio. If anybody overplayed it, it was you on your Spotify. So that's how I feel. However, I 
feel like we've just seen it so many times. And I understand, part of me understands why it's there in regards to like this festival, because all four of these songs, like for instance, you have Dynamite, you know, Killing the Game in the U.S., Make It Right. They also released that as a single in the U.S., and I think that was uh, one of their singles, like prior to on that they tried to push. Make It Right had a few remixes as well. Spring Day, Spring Day is the queen. She's always gonna show up. And then What Was Love, What Was Love also did pretty well here um, in the states in regards to how BTS falls on the charts. So, as well with Love had Halsey, and that was probably their most played radio song prior to Dynamite. Okay. Yep. So, it's like, I understand, but at the same time, I am tired of seeing these songs performed over and over. Like, I love BTS. I love BTS down. <laughs> like, down whenever it comes to them like being like um whenever they come to america it's like let's sing make it right and it's like let's sing something else i want them to sing something else y'all's discography is so vast you have so many good songs i want you to come over here and get on their necks like make it right yes it's a great song sure but there are other songs that are like to me, that are better. And maybe it's because I'm a homestand and I feel like Make It Right got home spot and it should have been home. And maybe, maybe I'm just biased. <laughs> it's like, maybe. Oh, well, I co host this podcast. You got to listen to me. I think. <laughs> okay. I'm so sorry, girl. You're going to have to hear me out. So I think sometimes I, I want to see home perform. And it's like you could perform Make It Right. But, like, for instance, uh, the next concert that we're going to talk about is uh, Latte Duty Free, and they also was going to make it right there, too. And, like, I was watching them, like, Ken, this song is great. Can she take a sick day? I want her to take a vacation. <laughs> it's like, take a break. We won't miss you. If, if there's a performance that doesn't have you, we will not miss you. Like, for instance, Save Me at Tiny Desk, phenomenal phenomenal give us something else give us something else <laughs> please spring day i get it Bogoshita. I, like i said i'm here i'm with you she is the queen but like there's we can have something else like paradise has never been performed everywhere yeah. pull her out of the dungeon bts and please perform the song the fandom would love to hear it we love that song. What was love is great. I totally get it. Like I said, it was a big hit, you know, like prior to dynamite, like what was love was the one. Okay, what was love got a ton of streams. What was love's it? I understand. But a lot of times whenever BTS comes and does a performance in America, they sing Boy with Love. And it's like I want y'all to get on these people's necks. Come out here and sing Dionysus. <laughs> like, yeah. Give it to Revon- us. Resurrect Dionysus. <laughs> Resurrect it. Get on their necks, Bangtan Sonyan Don. Yes. 
Like, because to me, like, I guess, I feel like they did, like, a, such a great job. And, like, the stage and the way that it was set up, like, I loved when it was, like, double them. Like, uh, mm-hmm. when they performed and it was, like, them at the front and then the stage started spinning and then you saw BTS on the other side. And so it was two BTSs at the same time. That was so cool. But because this was a festival, even though it, it, it was a virtual festival due to corona, it was a festival. I was expecting more high energy. And what I got was like chill and poppy. And I wanted them to go ham. And it's like, once again, we haven't gotten that from BTS in regards to like Western shows like that. I'm ready. I'm <laughs> like, I am like craving them yes. to just go off. And it's like the way I'm feeling right now, y'all might show up when y'all get that Grammy performance. You might come on, 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 on. And I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't. Turn it off. <laughs> like, I don't want it. Make it right. I don't want it. It's like right now, I'm like, they show up to the Grammys. They might show up and just sing Make It Right. And I'm just gonna, like, I'm gonna lose it. Yeah. Um, I, I just want, hasn't received any spotlight. She can be there. Bring she out the me. band. Bring out the dancers. Bring it out. Like on, um, to me would have fit in great at the iHeart Festival, but you know, yeah, it's. I'm not telling BTS what to do. I'm just saying that for me as a fan, I know that BTS has more are capable of doing something different because BTS is they are kings of performance okay and they can give you like I said they can give you a different type of performance and give you a different medium for performance even if it was make it right they could flip make it right on its head if they truly wanted to but they perform it straightforward and I don't know if it's because they feel that in regards to western media like we can't take it but Give it, shove it down their throats, BTS. Make them take it. Like, you don't have to perform this song the exact same way every time. You know, I, yes, I love Jimin's baby. I, I love it. I love it so much. So, so much. I love to see it. But flip this song on its head. Or, like, please, please give me something else. Like, ah, oh, like, once again, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying as a fan, like, I don't know how to say it. I'm like, I don't want to say that I'm bored. But I, I, it's getting a little redundant. Yes. Yeah. You know, maybe for the audience, people who haven't seen BTS, maybe this is, I don't know, maybe a good start for them. But majority of us, we've watched these performances over and over and over and over so it does yeah and i know that bts is getting like you know they get they're gaining more popularity especially like with dynamite right now so maybe you know the people this was their first go around but i feel like if you go back and you go through and you look at bts performances it's a lot like you can there's so many boy with love performances (laughs) so many but I like Boy With Love. And it's not to say I don't like any of these songs, but like I just said, I just it's getting a bit redundant. I just 
because I know that they can do more. And I guess I'm just ready for them to just go off. <sighs> um, but yeah, like I like I've seen them do in Korea countless times. I, I'm ready. I'm ready for. I'm just ready. Yeah. I mean, and they have the um, advantage of like the quarantine. Mm-hmm. They're you know they're recording their own stuff, so they get to, you know. And, and I feel like that has given them advantage because when it comes to stage, like the production and things like that, it's stuffed up. It's stuffed up leaps and bounds. But it's just the the songs. I, I want different songs. Or if it's the same songs, give me different arrangements. Nah, I just want I just want different songs. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just saying, like some something. Like for instance, like you know, when it's like award show season and they perform like the same songs, but like at the different award shows, you have different arrangements. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like for instance, like when we watched them perform like Airplane Part Two or like the, the MMAs, but I think like at the mamas, it had a different sound you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and then when they performed like idol like idol had a different sound like it it's this it's the same one that they started using for the concerts after that like it's the one it's the arrangement from the teaser but you know what i mean like come on because y'all have the ability i think that's what the problem is, is because i know that they have the ability to do more because this the book does not stop there and it's like what people are seeing what people are being exposed to for bts is like not the level that i know that they they're giving y'all mid-tier they're giving people mid-tier and it's like i want bts to be a top notch because i know what they're capable of and it's way more than this. And so whenever I'm watching the iHeart thing, I'm enjoying it. And, you know, and I love BTS, but it's like, I want more. I'm just being honest. Yeah. I want more. I wanted more. And so from there, let's uh, let's jump into the Latte Duty Free um, performance, which did you watch that bit? No, I did not. <laughs> That's right. Viv was asleep. Unlike me, who decided to wake up in the middle of the night and watch this performance. So there I was. I was going to say at the butt crack of dawn, but it wasn't even that because it was still dark outside. <sighs> so there I was. It was three o'clock in the morning. I'm half asleep. I think Namjoon had just did a live and I was like, I can't watch this. I'm not even half asleep. I actually was asleep, but my eyes were open and I think they were focused on the television. So, <laughs> uh trying to watch the show <laughs> my best <laughs> okay <laughs> so yeah so i signed up for the lottie duty free where you could sign up to apply for a ticket and so we got to watch the live stream it went through youtube crisp clear quality we love to see it because like you said maybe last podcast or the podcast before we're used to watching it through people's cell phones in a smooth 240p so i loved it the, the stream streamed phenomenal it was great i great 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 living my best life now bts performed black swan make it right and board with love black swan was everything because Black Swan is a masterpiece. I will never stop singing Black Swan's praises. Black Swan deserved more. Black Swan is art. Black Swan is theater to music. Black Swan is the one. 
Black Swan deserves. <laughs> okay. Okay. So they're performing Black Swan. I'm here for it. And Black Swan hasn't had a ton of performances like that. And then burn, 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 kicked in. I said, here we are again. <laughs> here we are again. So, and that's when I said that I, I was ready. That's when I got to the point where I was like, it has got to take a sick day. Like, this could have been Paradise. This could have been Love Maze. This could have been Home. This could have been anything. But I really, like, one of those three would have fit in perfectly there. And then they did Ball with Love. And I actually thought that they would do Dynamite, but they did Ball with Love instead. So, yeah. I felt like they, they did a great job, though. They did. I'll give it to them. Like, you know, the stage presence was there. I was loving the outfits because they had an outfit change. I think everybody else kept on the same outfit the whole time. BTS said, mm-mm, no, no, no. And then the black swan in, in one outfit. And then they came in and they changed for Make It Right and Boy With Love. Um, Yoongi's, uh black swan fit. Uh, he had on, like, a lace shirt. I was like, is Yoongi in lace? Mmm, the flavor. He looked delectable, okay? It was yummy. And then Nam June performing Black Swan, blue hair, it's different. Love to see it. <laughs> so, yes, imagine it. If you didn't see it, imagine it. Get it in your mind. Mm, yes. So, then, like, make it right. The outfits were make it right. It was like white and then like blue and some of them had the blue on their shirts and other ones had the blue on their pants. But the pattern within the blue, it kind of looked like clouds. And right before they performed, like Namjoon like, posted a picture and it was talking about clouds. And I was like, how fitting. It matches his tweets. It was giving me light and airy vibes. And Taeyong looked so good. Like Taeyong has never had an ugly day in his life. He looked beautiful. Like, the way his hair was, like, perfectly quaffed, like, he, I tell you, that green suit, it changed something. He he ain't never coming back. <laughs> he put that thing on. He, man ain't been right since. He looked fantastic. And I was really digging Jimin with his tie and, once again, with his baby eye, like, it his baby eye during that performance hit different. Like the way he stared into the camera, I felt that in my spirit, it was shook and it's still rattling at this moment. So even though like they perform Make It Right and Boy With Love, it's like I still, like I said, I love BTS and I love watching them perform because I feel like performing is one of the things that they do best. That's their home. That's where they live. I just wants a bit of variety that's it that's all that's what we ever ask yep and with that we're gonna take a another break and then come back and get into our main topics which is their chart placements and the new album yes savage love did somebody did somebody break your heart Na 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 I have had this song stuck in my head for the longest time ever since that BTS TikTok video. Anywho, Savage Love Remix comes out Friday. Be sure to check that out when it drops. 
We don't know to what extent BTS has participated in the song, but please do check it out this Friday. And with that in mind as well, we do hope that you guys are tuning in to the BTS week on Jimmy Fallon with new performances every 12.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and that you guys are having a blast. Once again, if you're a first-time listener or a recurring one, our episodes are available on the Anchor app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. You can also follow our main Twitter account at WGOBTS for the latest updates on our podcast or any other special announcements that we might make. And with that, let's keep it going. All right, and we're back with our main topics for this week's episode. Yes. Um, quick disclaimer. Um, Like we said earlier, we're recording this on a Monday night. And so we just had this whole thing. Um, talking about, you know, how BTS need to switch up their performances, you know, it's getting a little bit repetitive. <laughs> we just had this whole thing. And they just performed on Jimmy Fallon. Y'all. Y'all. They basically just did what we asked them to do. But we won't talk about it this week. We won't save it for the next episode. But oh. Yes. Anyway, so that yes in all caps. So um, let's go ahead and jump into uh, the first topic, which is going to be BTS's chart placement for last week and this week. In a nutshell, we won. <laughs> We're always winning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So for last week, um, for the Billboard Hot 100, they were at number two, and this week they repeat at number one. Oh my gosh! Wow, we love that free fall, free falling back to the top. I know. <laughs> so good, and then they also. Uh, debuted at number one on two global charts that like I think they just started this week so basically they had a billboard all kill (laughs) (laughs) and they're the first act ever to ever top the hot 100 the global 200 and the global 200 excluding the US first (laughs) act ever We love to see it. <laughs> we literally love to see it. The dynamite is just winning. It is. To spend all these weeks in top two, like, it's legitly, it's amazing. It's beyond amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, armies are really really working everybody's working hard BTS is working hard armies are working hard it's just a whole collective collaboration between everybody and it's just these are the results Mm -hmm. congratulations army like we we did a great job and that's like everybody because that's U.S. PR armies for the Hot 100, global armies for the global charts. And like you said, mm-hmm. one chart is excluding like the U.S. That's 
everybody else. That's you guys. That's all of y'all. Like, air hugs. You're doing great. We're doing great. And this is the first time, like, we've got a song to just, like, stay on the charts. You know what I mean? And and for it to be so high. Like, it's literally only been in the number one and number two spots so far. Wow. Wow. Yes. And this is week five. Um, I'm happy for us and I'm happy for them. Like, you know, like, it's just, wow. I'm just happy. And I hope to do this and have this thing. Like, how am I trying to say? It's late. Um, basically, just repeat this with a Korean single. With one in the Korean language. Yeah. Yeah, I do hope that um, we do. My hope is we chart... We top the two, the Billboard top two hundred and the hot one hundred come November. Mm-hmm. Um, Billboard did try it, as they often do, uh, <laughs> with trying to basically explain away BTS' success with this song, and they created a whole thread. On how BCS success is really due to the fact that they keep releasing these remixes. That's basically what they were saying. And they said that uh, like 52% of their sales, I want to say, uh, were due to the new nighttime remixes. And so the way I took it was definitely that they were being shady. I was trying to take it, and I'm still trying to take it, as them just presenting facts, but really, it's shade, because when it comes to Western artists and things like that, it's never this. It's never this energy of, like, basically, they're only number one because, you know, they're releasing, like, these remixes to the songs, da-da-da-da. Where's the same energy? Where were your threads when such and such was number one because they bundled their songs with t-shirts and condoms? Like, where mm-hmm. where was that energy, Billboard? Nowhere. Where was that? Where was that energy when we asked y'all, um, like, how y'all come up with the on results when y'all skipped part of the tracking for on and we asked y'all to explain that? But crickets. As always. Yes, but now because BTS is number one, you want to explain it away by being like, mm, it's only because they have these remixes. Let's talk about how other artists also have remixes. True. You know? The other artists have remixes as well. I don't understand. I, I really, I really, really don't. Like, it, to me, it's because it's not even like it's it's the media, it's like Western, like other Western stands and stuff like that. They're upset that BTS is getting number one. And they're like, it's because they, you know, it's because of the remixes, blah, 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 blah. blah. But BTS isn't the only artist to release remixes. It's just that ARMY is a fandom that buys because multiple artists release tons of remixes. The thing is, is just that y'all don't buy them. Like if you go and look at artists' remixes, like it's a ton of remixes. Like it's ridiculous. It's the same amount, if not more, that they release 
Okay? Let's, like, we can name names. You got your Dua Lipa, Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X. Like, we Okay? Selena Gomez. Hello? Hello? We can keep going. It's plenty of Western artists that use this same, like, tactic. It's not even really a tactic. Like, they'll be like, oh, okay, we're going to release, like, all of these remixes or whatever like that. Just the thing is, is that y'all don't buy them. And armies bought them. Yes. We have buying power. Yep. Because that's what we do. So it's like, what you what you mad about? That the fans bought the music? Meanwhile, your fan, your fave was selling t-shirts? Let me not do that. Is that ugly? <laughs> no, it's the truth, though. It's like, I, I don't understand. It's like, it's, they're not bundling. It's literally us buying the music because we we could just not we could just not buy it and like we could just say like, streaming because technically it's just the remix but it's just that because we're a fandom that actually bought it it's like y'all are only realizing it that you know we have those remixes because you see it meanwhile a ton of artists a ton I'm talking about it's a slew it's not like just a couple this is a thing that's been going on and basically BTS is playing the game and you're just mad that they're winning at it. (laughs) They're winning at the game that you created. Exactly. Because one thing that ARMY is going to do is buy. This is a fandom. That's not a brag. This is facts. This is a fandom that buys. And like I said earlier, um, whenever... Billboard first, first initially like, tweeted this thing. Since they like, you know, they want to break down you know, how it is that we're buying like these remixes or whatever like that. I hope that y'all break down how many of us bought that $50 album, that deluxe album for the new album that's mm-hmm. coming out because they w- went ahead and started up the pre-order on the deluxe version. It was 50 bucks. And we're going to get more into this album later. But I hope that you break down how many of us bought that $50 album since you like to, you know, bring up our numbers and things like that. Show our buying power. Show that we'll buy that music $50 for an album. We sure did. We sure did. Mm-hmm. So when that counts as one sale towards, like, you know, the charts or whatever like that, you know, break it down. Let us know how many of us bought that deluxe version. Let us know. Because I'm going to buy a regular version too, but I definitely bought a deluxe one. So let us know. And I know Viv did as well. So let us know. Yeah. Get back to us. Can't wait to see it. In November, come November? Yeah, let us know. Pull up with those numbers that y'all love. Yeah. Only for BTS, though. Mm hmm. You don't do it for other people. It's just BTS just overview. It's like, BTS can't win without their being having something they're doing. Like, you know, like just breaking, like you're scrutinizing their success just because they're not a Western artist. Everything, everything that they've achieved here, y'all just love to nitpick. Like, it's because of this, it's because of this. Dang, why can't you just accept it? Like, they have fans who actually buy their music, who actually go to their shows, buy tickets. You think BTS is selling out stadiums and, like, nobody's listening to these songs? Also, Mm. when it comes to Dynamite, they have tapped, honestly, when it comes to Dynamite, they've tapped into the GP with this track. They just have. 
So the GP is also supporting it as well. So it's Army and the GP. It's not like, you know, fully like a ton. It's getting radio play. It's not getting as much radio play as it should for being the number one or number two song within the country. Still deserves more radio play. Yeah. It's still not getting the, the radio play that other songs would get if it was in, you know, a spot, but it's getting more radio play than what BTS normally would. But Dynamite has tapped into the GP. And so it's like, yeah, Army's going to buy the song because we want to keep it there. We're we're a fandom. We we support who we stand. It just it is what it is, and we're organized. Yes, highly. Yep. So you're mad that as a fandom, we're buying the actual music. Just say the, y'all that, are envious exactly. of what BTS has. Yep. Which is a big, a very huge, but very highly organized fandom. Or. Or just say, you know, because whenever it comes, especially like for people who are fans of like other of Western artists and stuff like that, because you want you'll be like, oh, we need to stream for our, you know, fave or we need to we need to stream for such and such and we need to buy for such and such. So whenever such and such releases new music and you buy it and you get your top spot or whatever like that. It's all cool. It's all fine and dandy. But because these are seven dudes that came from Korea, now it's a problem. Because they got a couple remixes out, even though you know, such and such got remixes out as well. So, But it's a problem because you see them as the other and the other is in the top spot. And it's reading off xenophobic. The xenophobia is showing. And uh, and that's that on that. But other than that, congratulations, BTS, on getting another number one on the Billboard Hot 100. You deserve Kings. Pop off. The Slow Jam remixes everything. And we still going to be jamming them nighttime remixes and them daytime remixes because they go. Yep. Tell them when to go. Tell them when to go. If Big Hit decides to release even more remixes just to get people mad, go ahead. I have a laugh. <laughs> Next round, afternoon remixes. <laughs> Good morning remixes. Brunch remixes. Drop them all. <laughs> yeah. I also read um, a little couple snippets from an interview today that I'm going to delve like probably bring back up for uh next week's podcast of how uh the writing went for dynamite and the reason why you know they uh decided to go with the english version because um you know like we we've heard them be like oh we we decided because we liked the way that it sounded but um what i saw today namjoon said that he actually did try to write korean like lyrics to the song and it just didn't work out so in my band but yeah but i didn't read the whole thing but we'll save it for next time all right okay and so now let's jump into uh the new album which is titled b that uh they literally dropped on our heads out of nowhere They don't even give us time. They're just like, 
here's the new album and the, the pre-order start in a couple of hours ready set go really that's really how it went yeah so we knew a new album was coming they had already told us that it was coming in the fourth quarter of the year and we had mm-hmm. been seeing uh vlogs on youtube of bts creating this album because with this album they definitely have more creative control um they're gonna be like from the concept to the concept photos to uh, pretty much every facet of this album, BCS has their hands in even more so than what they already normally would. This is gonna be like the most BTS album that you can get. So I'm very much so excited to hear it. And also that's like literally what they said within the press release for the album, that it's gonna be the most BTS song, I mean BTS album that you've ever heard. So I'm very much intrigued. Me too. Yeah. And so whenever the press release came out, they said, okay, we're going to be releasing, like, doing pre-orders for the deluxe version. And there's only going to be so many copies. And we're only going to print them, like, so many copies on the first run. It's going to be first run only. And then... Maybe they could possibly do it again, but pretty much it's, it's first run only. So it was basically like, Armin was like, we're going to be fighting to the death for a deluxe album, looks like. <laughs> and they didn't release prices on it. They did not release shipping. They just told us that it was starting in 11 hours. <laughs> like pre-order start in 11 hours. And so there we were. 11 hours later, buying that album that turned out to be fifty dollars. <laughs> yes. That's five zero. Okay. Yes. And if you bought it on Weverse, it was like fifteen dollars in shipping. That's a sixty-five dollar album. <laughs> okay. I did not buy it on Weverse. I got it from that good old Amazon link with that good old Prime. <sighs> I guess I further deepened Jeff Bezos' pocket, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw that $15 on Weavers and I ran off. I was like, no. I know. Um, I actually forgot that it was happening. I thought it was starting um, an hour later, my time. And then okay. uh, my friend texted me and she was like, did you get the album? And I was like, oh, oh, it already started. And then then when I saw the, the shipping on Weavers, I was like, oh, I said, I said, oh, dang, I said it was $15 shipping. She was like, oh, I got it from Amazon. I was like, oh, let me go find the official link. These excuse moi. And then that's where I got it from. But, mm-hmm. Yep. And but Target is selling. Yeah, Target. It's also available on like from the official Archard store. If you do mm-hmm. buy the uh deluxe version, it does come with a pre-order gift from the global shop. However, if you're from the US, you need to buy it from the US shop because if you buy it from the global shop, it does not count towards billboard. 
And so we want all our sales to come towards Billboard. Now, you don't get the pre-order gift when you buy from the U.S. shop. But I, instead of getting the gift, I would much rather account for Billboard. That's just me. That's just me. I would rather my $50 album count towards Billboard. Same. Because I want to see those numbers. I could do it after a little bit of merch. I'd rather have the billboard count. <laughs> I could do without this. This uh, this album comes with a lot. The deluxe version. Let's get into it. So, let me log back onto Viv's Weaver's count. It's <laughs> <sighs> hilarious. Let's see here. So it has two different concepts. Mm -hmm. Version one, version two, which we have no idea what it's going to be. It's in our favorite um, album title called uh, Now Printing. (laughs) That's what (laughs) I was always saying before before the concepts are released. It's hilarious. So right now, it's just little gray backgrounds that say concept one, concept two. There's also going to be a making book. You know, it's going to come with a CD, of course, that you can play your music on. It's going to come with a lyric poster. It's going to come with eight photo cards. Okay. You also Mm -hmm. need a Polaroid photo card, a photo frame, Seven postcards, so that's probably going to be for all seven members. And like the eight photo cards are probably going to be each member and a group photo card. Okay, so you get all the photo cards in one go. Hello. And then you also get a poster. So that's a lot. That's why it's $50. (laughs) Yes. And pretty sure they're probably going to have a regular version that's uh, going to come out. They haven't announced it yet. Yeah. The, the regular version is going to come out, and the price won't probably be as hefty. It's probably going to be like in the twenty to twenty-five dollar amount. Like Mac would have sold, I think it was twenty-seven. Yeah, it's probably going to be within that. But yeah, I I am very, very, very excited to see the concept because again, the they had a hand in it the promotions for it because that's gonna be them too also like I'm I'm just I'm excited. I can't I'm wait. very much intrigued. Mm-hmm. Um I have seen some things online. It's something I wanted to touch on in regards to people's feelings and how we should act in regards to this album. Saw a couple of people saying that when it comes to this album, that basically either because BTS had a hand in it so much that they, you know, did so much for that basically you kind of have to like it. And if you don't like it, then like you don't really like like what BTS like stands for or what BTS is doing or whatever like that and so it's like either you in or you're out and I don't think that that's fair I don't think that's fair you like what you like yeah you like what you like I don't feel like just because you know we know that BTS 
you know, has a hand in like everything that we just have to automatically like it or just like we can't say anything like you're 100% in you're like you're in or you're out like you either love it or you're out I don't think that's fair I feel like if there's something that you don't like you don't have to be it doesn't have to be horrible or you know you don't have to be just talking like complete trash or whatever like that you don't it doesn't have to be like that but you can respectfully say like oh that just wasn't for me and that's okay <laughs> like mm, this song it wasn't for me like and it's fine I do think like you know some people because they'll be they be like oh you know the company is doing this the company is controlling this the company, da 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 da, and then this time it's gonna be just basically what BTS is completely over this whole project, and so some people's feelings are gonna get hurt because they're like, the company must have been doing that, and then when you get this full BTS album, it's like, now what? So <laughs> I feel like some people's feelings are gonna be hurt that like to blame the company for everything, but yeah, yep. In regards to just you having to just blatantly like everything, I don't feel like that's the case. So like I just feel like as long as you're just respectful, then it is what it is. We're not gonna be out here bashing because as long as B- BCS is like you know, like your artist or you like love BCS, you're not gonna be like out here just disrespecting them and throwing them under the bus. Like you know, you could be respectful and just be like, that's not my jam. It wasn't for me. Like we get on here sometimes and we tell y'all, you know, the real. But we try, but we're respectful, you know. And sometimes it's like we just don't like the song because I know, like a couple weeks back, for the EDM remix, I was like, that song it just wasn't for me. And who gonna fight me? <laughs> okay, <Right>. okay. <laughs> who gonna fight me? <laughs> you won't like everything an artist. I don't think there's everybody, any artist out there who their fans love like their discography like a hundred percent. Right. That's that's how I feel. And I'm like, um for me, like when it comes to BTS, majority of the discography I do love, you know, a smooth like ninety-nine percent of it. Mm-hmm. You know, some people they do say that they love um like all of BTS songs. So I'm like, maybe that's for you, but I have a couple. I don't think there's a there's a song that I just like really, really just do not like no like it'll still be some like an aspect of it that I like even if it's a song that I don't jam all the time it's still like an aspect of it that I like like for instance with Best of Me you know uh, <laughs> when it comes to Best of Me uh, the beat is not for me and I don't really vibe with that chorus but the bridge is everything <laughs> okay and that's how I feel but then again you know it was blessed by P-Dog the bridge beat was best by P-Dog and P-Dog makes songs for my ears. So, <laughs> and yeah, and that's how I feel. Yeah, but I also love the verses and the raps, but that, that chorus and that beat, is, it's not for me. <laughs> yeah. But yep, yep, yep. But yeah, and so, um, do you have anything else you want to add, Viv? Um, you know, my daily before I end every episode, keep streaming and keep buying. Switch those playlists up. Yep. 
All right. Well, it seems like that is going to be the end of this week's episode. Thank you guys for joining us and listening in. And we'll see you guys in two weeks. Unless BTS does something off the wall and then we'll have to do a bonus episode. But <laughs> bye. All right. Bye.